This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. One of Carlton's greats, one of their most favourite sons over the last 10 to 15 years, is Matty Cruiser, and he's been good enough to join us this morning. Hello, Matty. G'day, Jules. How are you? Very well, very well. Mate, uh, tell us about... The uh, Ride for Respect, um, you can jump on. There's limited tickets, rideforrespect.com.au, but just tell us what it's all about. Yeah, look, it's a great initiative the club have put together, um, obviously with the Carlton Respect program, uh, the Carlton Business Network. So the inaugural ride will be uh, on the 25th of November um, and yeah, looking forward to it. So it's a ride up around Hillsville, um, just raising as much funds as we can for the program. So, yeah, around the uh, Hillsville RAC Country Club, which is a, a beautiful uh, golf course and facility out there in Hillsville, right in the morning, and then a networking luncheon held after. Yourself will be there, as well as uh, cycling uh, elite Matty Keenan, Annette Edmondson, and also Mitchell Docker. So it should be fantastic. Rideforrespect.com.au is where you can find more details. Uh, what sort of a cyclist are you, Matty? Uh, look, I've spent a fair bit of time on the bike, uh, obviously, a few years ago with a few injuries, but... Um... It's something I really enjoy getting out on the bike and even watching the Tour de France and other events like that. Um, it's pretty impressive what those athletes can do. Uh, you look at the speeds they go and the hills they climb. So it's a tough sport um, and, yeah, something I'm pretty keen about. I'm tipping at times you would have got sick of getting on the bike as part of rehab. Look, there was some times, especially when you're stuck on the stationary bike, uh, doing the same thing in the middle of winter. Uh, but it is always nice to get out on the bike on the road um, and head out to places like Hillsville and those things and see the scenery and enjoy going up the hills and have more fun going down them. So, um, yeah, there was some challenging times stuck on the stationary bike, but I still enjoyed it. I'm tipping at your size, uh, getting up some of the bigger hills is, is not that easy. Uh, it's not, but it's actually funny. I actually preferred climbing the hills than riding the flat. Um, so we've done beach road a few times, but I used to get a little bit bored just along there. Whereas the hills, at least it's, you, uh, get to the top. And as I said, fun coming down the other side. So, um, yeah, but it's not great when you're going up against some of the, some of the smaller blokes and they just seem to fly up. Um, and we've got to work a little bit harder, but, uh, we go a little bit quicker going down. How is life in retirement, Matty? Obviously, you still get your footy fix as uh, Carlton Ruck coach and working with some you know, very talented tools at Carlton. But how is life in general post your footy career? Yeah, it's been good. Um, it's something I'm really enjoying. Obviously, yeah, still getting the footy uh, side of things. And it's great being part of that and sort of helping the younger boys we've got there and sort of just being a little bit of a mentor and passing on some of my experiences. Um, but, yeah, outside of footy, it's been good as well. Um, just had my second child, uh, little girl, so she's 10 weeks old. So Congratulations. Got a three-year-old and a 10-week-old, so they're keeping us quite busy at the moment. Um, but, yeah, no, life's good. Yeah, you know, you're in the thick of it now with two under three. I know exactly what that uh, feels like. In, t- <laughs> in terms of your uh, – if you got coaching aspirations, would you, would you like to get into other roles down the track? 
look, it's something I never thought too much about when I was playing. Um, I thought I'd step away from footy, but obviously my last year broke the foot in round one, uh, and then we were in the hubs for most of the year, and I sort of took on that role as ruck coach and actually got a fair bit out of it um, personally, just sort of helping young boys develop and seeing them grow, um, something I've really enjoyed. So the role I'm doing at the moment I love, um, and as I said, it's just enough footy without too much because um, obviously your whole life's been footy. So, um, yeah, who knows what happens in the future if we uh, pursue it a little bit more or just see how we go, but I'm just really loving what I'm doing at the moment. We heard Paddy Cripps speak on the run home with Andy Marr and Andrew Gaze last night, and obviously a lot of good things for Carlton last season, but it ended in such disappointing fashion uh, with that last game against Collingwood just to miss out on finals footy. How did you sort of assess the year as a whole for the Blues last year, and, and how much do you think how much that stung will uh, actually help the boys going forward? Yeah, look, it was a positive year. Obviously, the last two weeks wasn't great. Um, and we missed out on playing finals. But if you look at the whole year, it was very positive. Um, we played some really good footy um, and played some really good sides and had some good wins. So we know this off-season, it's another big off-season. And the boys are hurting. Um, and I think they're going to use that to fuel themselves to go that extra little bit in pre-season um, and into next year. So... It's like anything, though, every team is improving over the off-season and pre-season, so we've got to take that little bit extra step uh, just to make sure we can get there next year. Talk to Matty Cruiser, former Carlton star, our current ruck coach uh, is uh, later this month will get involved in the inaugural Ride for Respect. So it's being run by the Carlton in Business Network, looking to get keen cyclists and business people involved. It's raising awareness and funds for the Carlton Respects Initiative, aiming to create a society of equality and respect in schools, communities and workplaces. And we know the Carlton Respects program uh, does some magnificent things. Uh, you work with a very talented young ruck Ford uh, by the name of Tom DeConing. What's the next step for Tom to, to go to the next level as, as a footballer, and in particular as a ruckman? Yeah, look, I think I said it last week. Um, it was probably great for Tommy last year. Um, obviously, it was sad to see Pitto go down, but it gave Tommy his chance to be that sort of number one ruck for a number of weeks. And um, we saw the growth in that time uh, when he was playing, just what he can do. He's got that power and that real X factor. He can take some great marks and his follow-up's unbelievable. So I think like Tommy's still young, developing, so just getting those games... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline under his belt, working out or getting his strength so he can compete against the Gorns and Grundys and everything and Sean Darcy. So, um, yeah, just a little bit more time in the gym, getting bigger, stronger, and just getting games under his belt um, will really take his game to the next level. What's the most difficult thing? I mean, you came in as a ruckman. You're obviously in a high pick. What, what's the most difficult thing for a ruckman in their first, you know, two or three years uh, in the system to, to learn and to feel comfortable playing AFL footy? Yeah, look, it's a big step because, I mean, you're coming from under-18 footy, so you're playing against 18-year-old boys, so to say, and then you're coming straight in. And I remember my first year, I was playing against Aaron Sandilands and Dean Cox, and they were two of the best ruckmen to play in the last number of years. And they're just men. Like, Sandilands, unbelievable size and strength, and he could cover the ground like no one else. 
Um, and then Dean Cox, just the way he moved too. So it is a big learning curve. Um, but I think it's one of the best things, being able to play against those players early in your career um, and you can find out what their strengths are and how they do things and try and model yourself on that. And playing against those players, it's like, well, you know you've got to do that work to get there. So it's just anything. You've just got to get time and time in um, to work out your strengths. And obviously you've got your strengths from an underage footballer um, that the club drafted you for. So you really just want to expose those as much as you can um, and, yeah, use them to your strength. Matty, you're probably aware that Andy Marr has a slight leaning towards the Blues over the journey. He keeps talking Don't about he? it. Uh, yeah, I know that's a surprise for you. Um, there's, a, there's a young ruckman there that he's pretty keen on by the name of Alex Murkoff. So 210 centimetres, 104 kilos. We haven't obviously seen him at, at senior level yet. Just tell us a little bit about Alex and, and some of the work you've done with him. Yeah, it's actually a great story. So he was just playing under-19 footy out at Old Ivanhoe. Um, and obviously our recruiters seen him out there and uh, drafted him through the mid-season draft uh, a number of years ago now. And the growth that he's had, like he never played too much footy as a junior, um, but he's come into the system and, mate, for a young kid that hasn't done much, like, as I said, he's six foot ten. he can move, he can jump, um, and he's picking up the game really quickly. So I'm excited about him for the next couple of years. Um, he's a hard worker um, and... Yeah, as I said, it's just going to take him time just playing games, but his VFL season this year was unbelievable. So the best thing for him, again, he played most of the year, um, got through, got some real good confidence out of it, and I know he's looking forward to a really good preseason now too. As a former star, excuse me, star ruckman yourself, as you, you, know, you played against Max Gorn, you played against Brodie Grundy, now those two are playing together. Are you sort of fascinated how that's going to work, those two combining in the same side? I am, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, it's you look at it and you've got two A-grade ruckmen. And, I mean, I know for us, like, obviously when, like this year, we had Jack Silvani playing second ruck. So, I mean, it just makes it hard if um, you've got Gorn and Grundy changing constantly. You've got two great ruckmen in there. So, you know you're going to be in for it all day. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it does work. Um, and, obviously, they'll be putting a good plan in place and trying to get the best out of both of them. So... Yeah, no, it's going to be a tough one when we play against him, that's for sure. How does Jack go when he's asked to play in the ruck? Does he, lo- does he, he enjoy it or he's it. like, uh, no thanks? He done it, yeah, he does. Uh, he didn't enjoy the uh, corks in the shin or in the <laughs> thigh at all, but <laughs> that just comes with it. Um, but no, he, he loved it and he's done a great job for us when he had to go in there. And I think that's the type of player Jack is. You just tell him to do something, he'll go do it and um, give it his best crack. You're probably a little bit biased when you answer this question, but how important is a ruckman to a side because we've seen these dominant ruckmen that we've got in the competition. But aside from Max Gorn, if you go through the last sort of six or seven premierships teams, they haven't had the best ruckman or best two or three ruckman in the competition in the team. So, so how important is a dominant ruckman in a team these days? Being a former ruckman, they're very important. They're the most important player on the field. Thought you might say that. Um, I'd say. <laughs> now, look, I, I think, yeah, very important. Obviously, um, if, it's a whole collective as well. I mean, everyone needs to be on the same page. The ruckman needs to connect well with the midfielders. Um, and as I said, like a ruckman, they're no longer just sit there and tap the ball. It's your follow-up, getting involved, helping the midfielders and taking marks around the ground and even forward as well. So it's a whole collective now. Um, the, the position has evolved a lot over the last couple of years. Um, we've seen that. And yeah, when you do get a good one, obviously like uh, Max and... Even young Sean Darcy, 
who's really coming on now, um, yeah, they can be very valuable to the team. Now, Matty, as pointed out by one of our uh, 40 Winks uh, temper texters, uh, you played a game for Greensboro last season in the Northern Footy League did, against yeah. uh, a pretty uh, <laughs> athletic person by the name of Mad Jack Daw, who was playing for North Heidelberg. How did that go? Yeah, it was good fun. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure if I was going to pull the boots on again or not, but sort of I got my arm twisted a little bit and I sort of thought, no, I wouldn't mind playing another one. So I made sure I picked a nice day. Uh, the sun was shining, <laughs> so which was good. Uh, but yeah, when I heard Mad Jack was playing, I sort of said to the coach, look, I can't jump anymore, so I won't be going in the ruck. I'll just stay in the floor of 50. Um, but yeah, Mad Jack was in the ruck all day and yeah, he played pretty well. Um, but yeah, it was good to see. So are you one and done or are you uh, open to offers in 2023 for a cameo oh, appearance every another, now and then? I might play another one or two this year at Greensboro, um, but we'll just have to wait and see. Obviously, got the blues, um, see how the fixture lines up and even the young ones now at home. So yeah, the Plate's a little bit full, but hopefully we can get another one or two in. Ah, magnificent. Hey, Matty, thanks so much uh, for joining us this morning. Uh, great to catch up. And the, the uh, inaugural Ride for Respect will be a fantastic event. Uh, good luck with it. I'm sure there'll be plenty of interest. As we say, log on to rideforrespect.com.au to book your place in the ride. Matty Cruiser will be there, Matty Keenan, Annette Edmondson, and Mitchell Docker as well. So uh, you'll see some great names out there if you get involved. Uh, good luck with it, and uh, good luck for the Blues in 2023. And uh, good luck on the home front with two under three. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks, Jules. Great to chat to Matty Cruiser. What a great player he was and, and such a popular player amongst the Carlton hierarchy. And I think every footy fan would have loved to have seen Matty Cruiser just get a little bit better run with injury because uh, at his best, he was one of the uh, best in the business.